0: Welcome to Murphy's Law, I'm your host, Perry Murphy. Today's episode is going to be focusing on overpopulation, the number one cause of all of humanity's problems. Yes, too many humans. So why is this topic so hard to discuss and why don't we uh, see more chatter about it in the mainstream? Well, that's pretty easy to identify why that is. You see, the people who are in power have been warned for many decades that the earth's population is reaching a point uh, of no return and <clears throat> religions and uh, wealthy elites uh, promote unchecked birth and rearing at its core and this mandate and false teaching is having disastrous consequences conservatism promotes this also for profit now you may ask yourself well Why would they do this if they uh, know the population's out of control and it's going to destroy everything? Don't they understand that it's going to hurt them too? Well, in reality it is, Uh, but they are under the uh, false assumption and delusion that they have the scientific wherewithal to to save themselves while the rest of us perish. Bunkers, uh, rations, the ability to grow and produce power underground. And these are all things that these uh, wealthy elites are working on right now, have been for for many years. And you see this in the bunker constructions and designs where these million dollar uh, sections are for sale in case of a world catastrophe. These people plan to just retreat underground and just abandon uh, the rest of the population to fend for itself. So, excuse me. We have this issue here of overpopulation and the science is clear. The number of humans on the planet, right now is affecting the climate in a way that has approached the point of irreversibility. And uh, in lay terms, that means we can't be, it can't be fixed. Uh, we have this delusion that the Mother Nature can take whatever we throw at it, and that we have the science and capacity to, uh, even though we've destroyed the nature, to continue to survive on this planet. And that's just not so. And if you look around the world today. Uh, it is clear that our activity is producing catastrophic result. And I'm just gonna go over some scenarios here with you that are real, that are happening today, that are a direct result of human activity. It's not natural causes that are just happening and we just happen to be witnessing it. Uh, that's a lie. So, let's talk about permafrost melt. In the northern regions of the globe where permafrost has been entrenched in the ground for thousands of years. Ice age to uh, unice age, back into ice ages, the permafrost regions in the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere of the planet have remained pretty stable until recently. And in the news, you can see little, little tidbits and snippets of the truth emerging. Uh, in Alaska and Siberian regions where permafrost is, is prominent, large sinkholes are opening up, the permafrost is melting, and um, the uh, stability of the land is literally consuming buildings. Uh, Indigenous people are being forced off of areas that they've inhabited for uh, thousands of years and are now forced to move away from their resources of the ocean where they uh, get most of their protein because the ground that they um, they are on is now giving way underneath them. In Alaska, just in the last five years, the situation has become dire. Many villages and towns uh, are literally sinking into the ground and there's no way to rebuild. Uh, they basically have to abandon the structures, take what they can, and move further inland. And this isn't working either. As the global temperature rises from human activity, uh, the, the uh, issue is compounding daily. So we have this situation also emerging on the planet where uh, droughts and extreme famine are happening. And this is something that has never occurred before in the Earth's history. And you have these religious people who say, Oh, yeah, it's just the the natural things happening, man. It'll all be okay. And uh, that's a lie. It's not okay, and it's a direct result of human activity. So the droughts that we're experiencing, and the heavy rains, the monsoons, the hurricanes, extreme thunderstorms, snow, ice, and other factors, uh, weather phenomena, Are unfolding before our eyes, unlike anything humans in the history of the earth have ever experienced. And I will cite my uh, sources through the ice core samples and the CO2 levels detected over thousands of and even tens of thousands of years. Never before, even with the um, in the periods of earth where there was massive upheaval, where tectonic plates were splitting apart and volcanoes were emerging all over the earth, spewing co2 gases sulfur methane etc the ice core samples reveal something startling in those regions in those time frames when that happened the co2 levels were at a point that are almost 40 times less minus than what they are today in the atmosphere so we're laying down uh, carbon in our current ice sheets the ones that are left at a rate that are uh, 40 times uh, more than anything in the last million years. Um, So, um, and then I'll talk about here, I'll talk about the ocean depletion. In the last uh, three years, I've researched and looked at studies about ocean catches uh, in all of the fishing areas of the world. And the fishing, the people that do the fishing the big uh, mega trawlers that put down mile long uh, trap nets and fishing lines are all reporting a continual reduction in catches. So I just went back to 2016, late 2016 into 2017 and there uh, some alarm bells were going off worldwide. Some of these uh, fishermen are reporting catches uh, 15 to 18 percent lower than the year previous. So they're modifying their behavior and fishing patterns and they're starting to move into areas they never fished before. And that's because their fishing grounds are depleted to the point where uh, they're not generating enough profit to keep going back to those areas. So what they're doing is they're moving into areas where other fishermen already exist and are are also experiencing losses. So we see uh, primarily China, which has the largest number of fishing vessels on the planet, moving into uh, territories typically used by other nations, and there's a conflict. There is murder on the high seas. They're actually having little mini wars and skirmishes where they're finding fishing vessels floating and uh, you know hitting shores later uh, with nobody on board. Uh, all their fishing equipment's on intact, everything's there, but the people are gone. And unfortunately, this is a result of piracy in the worst form. Uh, you have two two vessels trying to compete for fish in one region one is heavily armed it outpowers the other, kills everybody on board and just sets the the ship adrift and we're finding these all over so now you go 2017 to 2018 another 16 percent reduction on top of the previous reductions so 2019 uh, we see seeing a 40 percent reduction in ocean protein catches worldwide Uh, Oceanographers and people who study the biology in the oceans have been warning about this starting back from the uh, from Jacques Cousteau I know some of you may be familiar with who he was a pioneering oceanographer and even he was sounding the alarm bells back uh, you know in the 70s and 80s that profound changes were occurring in the ocean and uh, of course um, the capitalist people who are profiting the most from this silenced him and uh, huge lobby efforts in the media and in other forms were uh, set out to discredit him and call him a liar well the numbers are in folks he wasn't lying 1978 let's fast forward to 2020. Uh, we have the uh fukushima disaster when the tsunami hit japan and the fukushima plant was inundated and completely the core started to melt and as a result massive amounts of radiation were ejected into the ocean Today in 2020, uh, the firm that's responsible for maintaining the cleanup and keeping that reactor cool, uh, they have their own scientists and they only report to the government of Japan in secret. Uh, What we have is we have other um, ocean biologists who are taking samples worldwide in that region of the uh, Pacific Ocean. And uh, at first they saw huge rises in uh, the amount of of, uh, nuclear contaminants isotopes and they were sounding the alarm bells. And the fish in those regions were um, sampling at very high radiation, radioactive levels that were not fit for consumption. We couldn't eat the fish because they were so polluted. And there's a great Pacific garbage patch. Big, uh, you know, when the tsunami hit Japan and came back out, most of the debris from uh, Japan is now circulating out there. This thing is something like uh, 20 miles, or don't quote me, It might be larger than 20 miles in circumference, maybe 100, 150, 200 miles in circumference, and it's a huge floating garbage patch. And included in that is not only debris from uh, Fukushima disaster, um, or from the Japan tsunami disaster, there is uh, nuclear waste in there, uh, nuclear radiation isotopes, as well as hundreds and hundreds of thousands of tons of plastic and other debris that's just been uh, disposed of into the ocean by the world's populations. And this is having an effect on the, um, on the uh, plant, or on, on the animal life in the ocean. Underneath this garbage patch is a dead zone. So we're talking about a garbage patch out there 200 miles across and everything underneath it's dead and anything that wanders into that area dies. So fishing catches, ocean catches down 40% from just uh, three years ago. Do the math people. This is not a sustainable model um, for ocean protein. 1.7 billion people globally depend on ocean protein to survive for their food. Okay, I think I belabored that point enough. Now let's move to crops and drought and fire. Torrential rain, drought and fire and desertification where you know areas turn into desert are on the rise. We're losing hundreds of thousands of hectares a year uh, throughout the world um, t- due to these weather factors. And it's increasing, it's not decreasing. So, um, we are experiencing extreme drought, extreme uh, rainfall, and uh, desertification, and other areas that were arid are now becoming wet. Yet uh, the soil is not suitable for um, for crops. So even these areas that are turning into a little bit more uh, wet, viable, uh, the landmass is not viable for growing food. It's a centuries-long transition. This isn't something we can jump in there and start planting food on so uh, now let me turn to uh, cash crops and using crops for fuel um, you know like ethanol here in the United States uh, the numbers are quite startling in some states 30% to 60% of all arable land is used for crops for producing either cooking oil or uh, petrol fuel in the form of these uh, fuels that they're making from corn now they use a hybridized corn genetically modified and the seeds are encased in pesticides and herbicides to ensure their growth and to maximize uh, their yield unfortunately what happens is when they use these seeds encased in these pesticides and herbicides man-made chemicals it literally kills the soil it destroys the biome and to convert those acreages then that, that hectare into viable farming land is a uh, decades-long process Restoring the soil biome is something that no one was ever thinking about. Destroying the soil biome is something that was, it was hidden. Uh, some of these companies that produce these chemicals knew from the very beginning the effects it was going to have on the soil. And eventually, slowly, they came out and said, yeah, it, but see, you just keep using our seeds and there's no problem. Well, here's the problem. Our population is exploding, and now we need to recover some of that acreage for food unfortunately we're not able to convert that land into viable food so you think uh, oh yeah i have got all these acreages of corn all these guys are growing corn great we'll just mold the corn down and plant beets and plant uh, you know food not going to happen can't happen it's not scientifically possible <clears throat> so sciencing our way out of this is a is a fool's narrative uh we have become complacent uh and just idiots We cannot regenerate these soils quick enough to feed the people of the earth. And uh, think about this, you do the math, it's going to get much, much worse before it gets better. Now, as we build these cities, and they go up and up and up, and we continue to put uh, trillions of tons of concrete and buildings and steel and structures, on these regions, it is having a profound effect on the earth below. It is putting pressure in areas on the land that the earth cannot counter. So we have the mantle and the movement of the earth and the molten uh, elements inside the earth that move around. And it's a, a constant struggle. And our earth is spinning in an orbit around the sun. And it's trying to maintain its axis and it's trying to uh, equal itself out. Well, human activity is having an effect on this, and the science is clear. Uh, They've known for decades that these uh, human activities are literally having an effect on the Earth. I will cite Three Gorges Dam in China. Uh, We keep damming up rivers and streams, and this helps the Earth maintain its access. When those rivers and streams are flowing naturally without any impedance, Um, everything's cool. Everything's fine, but when we build a Uh, two-mile-wide dam by nearly a half a mile high and back up trillions of liters of liquid onto the surface. Uh, The science is clear here too. Mathematicians and experts have concluded it is actually making the Earth wobble. And there's more plans to make more dams. So, again, it doesn't take much of uh, a scientist to understand that this is a monumental effect that humans are having on the globe. So as we uh, introduce carbon into the air, we also have natural carbon being released into the air. I mentioned permafrost before. The amount of methane being released into the atmosphere from just the permafrost melting is something you don't hear about much. It's a CO2 component, a greenhouse gas, and it is exacerbating an already uh, lethal level of CO2 being pumped in the air. Our oxygen levels are on the downside. Um, Deforestation is up. Uh, whole swaths of uh, the lungs of the earth are being decimated. To date, as of 2020, some of these uh, natural biologists who are working in the field in the uh, genres of flora and fauna, plants and animals, have been sounding the alarm for 20 years. The extinction of the plants and animals is horrendous. There are thousands upon thousands upon uh, thousands of known species of flora and fauna that are now extinct. And then uh, they're estimating thousands more we don't even know, we aren't even aware of that we've extincted through our activity. And yet we keep having babies. So, you know, I'm gonna go to my notes here and just do some reading for you. And I hope you stick around and listen because uh, this is something that we all need to think about. So, in the areas of the world where population levels seem low, the people who live in these low population areas have taken the position or thought that it's not an issue for them they are not experiencing starvation, death, or disease like other regions with very large concentrated populations, density of humans. Um, The countries where there are very dense numbers are also not actively trying to stem or even reduce births and their misery continues. It continues to compound each day. Uh, Just a hundred years ago as industrialization of the various countries increased Um, Few wealthy families existed. As the population increased and the promise of wealth and prosperity was sold to every human, large numbers of people began to accumulate wealth and assets, and an explosion of certain classes of the privileged came into being. The poor, underprivileged, and majority of the entire mass of humans on the earth were exposed to an idea that if they worked hard, saved, got an education, that they too could have it all to make it. So, the poor, fooled by these images of western nations, believed that prosperity, wealth, and easy times were just, just beyond their reach. So they kept working harder, harder to achieve those dreams, only to arrive at death's door poor, beaten, broken, and dying, never to realize their hopes and dreams. This continues today, by the way. We watched as the wealth and status was glorified in movies, films, commercials, advertising news, and recently social media, as we all watched how these affluent ones lived, played, and enjoyed their newfound wealth, buying two, three, even four homes, multiple cars, limos, yachts, even buying islands or even small countries to call their own. And of course, we were exposed to the ugly in these lifestyles as well, as we see these wealthy ones charged with horrendous crimes and pay their way out to freedom or do time in home prisons, or in luxury prisons, and emerge unscathed to pick up right where they left off. We say how crime um, does actually pay, how fame and fortune and life it brings allows you to break all the rules, break all the laws, and be as vile and evil as one pleases with no recourse or real punishment. Capitalism, that's us here in America, brings many evils over humanity. It is a vicious game that most either willingly or even unwillingly participate in with one focus to reach the top. Millionaires and billionaires have increased. Sure, there are more of them than before, but as a percentage, it's really just hasn't changed. It's the same. The old money is still there, still hoarding quietly in the shadows. And up and coming millionaires dream of billions and trillions. These affluent, the rich still only account for less than 7% of the world's population today in 2020. Religion has mandated for centuries to go forth and multiply, to expand and prosper, but intentionally never warning, to only expand at a rate that the nature can support it. Why do you suppose that is, that this important thing was left out? only expand into the nature that the nature can support it capitalism and its insatiable appetite for consumption rampant unchecked can only continue if two constants are maintained and enforced what are those two constants well number one is an endless supply of voracious consumers well they got that one down pat you can tell by the population right now man we just keep making babies voracious consumers and number two an endless supply of resources Ooh, now there's the there's the one they really didn't get much thought to an endless supply of resources <coughs> excuse me these are the two driving factors of capitalism consumerism supply and demand unlimited humans plus unlimited resources this formula has worked especially for the wealthy and along and a large portion of the rest of the population has most definitely benefited from this model 30% of the global population uh, now we- now wealthy have in fact been lifted considerably from by these factors better housing clothing goods and services vehicles and the like better food etc what we can measure currently today is startling as our population grows unchecked and literally out of control Technologically advanced and industrialized nations of the world are are faring well, but exclusively at the expense of the rest of the world's population. It is literally exploitation of the rest. We can measure now how our consumption is nearing its end, its apex, and now the decline approaches. It's all coming downhill, people. Because our population grows in such a way, precious natural resources are being exhausted at an unsustainable rate and warning flags have been emerging for decades. Largely ignored and intentionally suppressed, data hidden, uh, no real plan is being proposed for the depletion of all the things needed to support a global population, currently at nine billion and steadily climbing. Wealthy nations like China, the USA, Russia, and many others, India, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, Europe, continue to increase their populations in a way that can no longer be supported by the Earth's natural capacity to renew and provide for its human inhabitants the elites have known for decades they have been continually warned again and again that our earth's capacity to regenerate and heal is being damaged beyond repair yet greed incompetence irresponsibility continue to plague them religions dumbing down of their parishioners working in tandem to keep the masses ignorant enslaved in delusion false teachings their grip on the believers worsens these factors evermore Unable to see or logically assess their condition of humanity, deadly assault on the nature, the masses hopelessly remain on their knees in fear of judgment and dare to resist. Every evil affliction we are faced today can be definitely traced to one factor alone too many humans, period starvation, disease, inequality, social disorders, war, misery, climate destruction, pollution, poisoning of the air, water, land, animals, and humans, all a result of overpopulation. No other cause, people, only one single cause, overpopulation. Um, Led by religious leaders, consumed in in psychopathy, thinking they can hide for centuries while the world dies, so they can emerge again and begin a a continued reign of terror over the earth's remaining inhabitants again. Um, Our rulers do not want less people. They want more people, more chaos, more instability, so they can continue unnoticed. But it's too late. Humanity will never forget what they have done. Religions, all religions will perish. And those responsible for leading humanity to its destruction will hide in fear. They will not be forgiven. And they know their reign of terror. They know their reign of terror's end approaches. The population of the earth must act to stop the destruction. We must reduce our births immediately. Consume less, pollute less, and restore the earth to a beautiful and life-sustaining organism it was long ago. If we do not stop the population and reduce it over time from 9 billion back to a sustainable number of 550 million and give back what we have taken, then the nature will continue to fight back with ever more increasing intensity as it responds to its attackers, that would be us. For it has a creational right, governed by the natural laws of creation, to exist here as well. We must learn to cooperate for our survival. It is nice to think we are next to the creation, that we are nature's masters, and we can bend it to our will, not comprehending the laws of cause and effect that govern everything in the material universe. We can see how our ignorance and blind faith is unfolding. It is ugly, stagnant, murderous, callous, and evil. We are willingly killing the nature, the planet, It's plants and animals. There is no way to science our way out of what we have done. Our only hope is to reduce the number of humans on the planet. We must start now. We owe it to our future selves. And in closing, I'll just go over my last page here. I know you can hear my pages rattling. (laughs) These warnings were prophesied thousands of years ago. And uh, in this exact form. Psychopaths, bent on ruling over the masses, murdered, destroyed, and held these warnings as secrets from everyone. Carefully, maniacally, they conspired to hold their wealth, status, and power for themselves, at first at the expense of the poor humans, the rest of us. Now, today, their work is complete. Not only have they harmed the people, but willingly and intentionally destroyed the nature for their luxury. We have been robbed of our creational right to live in peace, cooperation, harmony, and love for not only each other in honor, but the environment, the planet, the plants and animals as well. As Billy Meyer says, the great bow has been drawn and we, we have been led not to the boon, but to the bane of our existence. The truth people, the truth is arriving. So. I will close by saying this. I mentioned I mentioned uh, prophecies, and I'm not referring to prophecies in a big biblical sense. I'm referring to prophecies and predictions, uh, specifically aligned with the teaching, and that is uh, the laws of nature, uh, which were taken in the early days and turned into the world's religions that we see today, mostly lies, uh, well, largely lies, all of it, and we have been led away from how to maintain and cooperate with the Earth so that we can have what's called real prosperity. And what we see today on the planet is a wholesale destruction and robbery of the, of the world's resources. Nations like the United States and Russia and China are now exploiting the smaller countries and taking their resources because they know that they're running out. And, uh, you know, one country might say, well, we're going to have to do it if we want to survive. Well, you know what people, we don't have to do that. We don't have to go rob and murder and kill and steal resources, the solution is simple. Stop having babies. Um, I know the religions here, they they, uh, say, we can't have birth control, Um, it goes against God. Well, you know what, religions are false and they lie to the general masses. I know a lot of you believers out there are probably reeling when I say these things, but if you use logic and think about this, uh, birth control is one of the measures that we have to institute to reduce the population of the Earth. Um, right now, the population stands at nine billion. It's going to increase. It's increasing exponentially. And uh, honestly, the hectare of the Earth uh, should uh, is only designed to sustain 550 million humans. Just to give you some uh, some uh, comparison, the United States population is about 354 million. 354 million. The entire Earth can only support 200 million more. 550 million. So that the rest of the Earth can maintain itself in a creative way that it has the right to exist. And um, our current path of destruction is going to kill us all. These wealthy people think that they can go underground and hide. Well, that plan's not going to work either. Um, When most of these people die and these diseases and sicknesses overwhelm us, our medicine can't handle the current uh, illnesses that we have. Let's just talk about coronavirus. Um, You know, our scientists are at a standstill, and they don't even know all the facts about this virus. And there's many more plagues to come. And these wealthy people think that they can protect themselves from all of this. They think that they're going to have the food and the resources to hide for a while and then come back out and start all over again. Unfortunately, the human population is not going to allow it. The religious leaders have led us into delusion and destruction and death and murder and war for centuries and centuries and centuries, and the human population has had enough. Um, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, they are all false. They are all lies, and they have the most profound, disgusting impact on humanity. And if you can't open your eyes and see that, then I feel bad for you. Um, I guess... I guess, uh, you know, just looking at these supporters who refuse to wear a mask, these people at these rallies who don't wear masks, they're dying. They're dying. And for what? For belief delusion. It's incredible. It's it's uh, astounding. I cannot believe that people can't logically step back and see this for what it is. And it's, uh, it's sad. It breaks my heart. So I'm going to close this segment on overpopulation by saying this. We need to mandate a worldwide birth stop. If we do this for seven years, and everyone participates in every country around the world, and we stop having children for seven years, that's all, seven years, we can reduce our planet's population by two billion. And this will relieve the pressure uh, a little bit on the environment, and as it will start, and it will start to um, relieve the stress that we're all feeling. Um, Famines, wars, everything can be reduced. I also want to say this in closing. Somewhere along the line, the United States has lost its capacity to foster peace. And I want to tell you something as a veteran. When I did service for my country, and I'm a patriot, I love my country, but what we're doing with our military right now, I do not agree with. I do not sanction it, and I cannot believe that my tax money is being used for the murder of innocent women and children abroad. Nobody is attacking us, and we are, at, we are in perpetual war to do nothing but honor the war industrial complex, those individuals who run corporations, who profit immensely from the sale of weapons of destruction, uh, hardware, and, uh, and the such. And the only reason they're doing it is for wealth, status, and greed, and power. And uh, that's all I have to say. My rant is done. My name is Perry Murphy, and this is Murphy's Law. Thanks for listening.